Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Tool. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Tool. Uh, we're in Acts chapter 26, if you will. Um, a couple of things. I, I do want to go through the prayer uh, sheet before we dive into Acts chapter 26. Um, uh, but uh, a couple of things. One, uh, next week, everyone's meeting in here, um, and we're going to have Ask Me Anything uh, August, and not me specifically. But anyway, uh, Ask Me as a group, whole, uh, collective, uh, Ask Me Anything in August, and this Sunday, uh, this win- next Wednesday is uh, Social Issues, uh, and then the next Wednesday is Basic Bible Doctrines, um, and then the next Wednesday, there's another topic, and then after that, another, and then after that, uh, family, uh, family issues. I can't remember what number three and number four are, but uh, I, I think it's going to be a good time because we're going to have a short devotion uh, to kind of frame up um, uh, uh, what we believe about social issues and how we approach them, why we approach them, the way we approach them. Um, and then uh, for the second half, we'll get into some of the questions that have been submitted. Uh, same way, uh, with Bible doctrines, and same way uh, also with family issues. But uh, we think it's going to be a really uh, a blessing, and it's definitely going to be different uh, than we've done in the past. So we have done, Phil mentioned uh, in the past, I think it was in Revelation where we uh, were answering some questions that were submitted about Revelation, um, and we kind of had a panel group uh, for that for some of the time on Wednesday night. So uh, but I, I think the, the main uh, announcement is the start time is still at 6.30. Start time is still at 6.30. Uh, we haven't had a whole lot of pushback uh, about that being a bad start time. Um, and, so, and, and we have had positive responses that, uh, that's really helped some that have younger kids to be able to come, to get home, uh, and to have a reasonable bedtime uh, for them. Uh, and so I think the big one is we're all meeting in here Uh, It's going to be a little different for five weeks in August, but then uh, once September lands, we're going to go to the Wednesday workshops again, and then we're going to start the book of Joshua, the book of of Joshua uh, here in the auditorium. And so uh, after tonight's Acts 26, we kind of feel like we're sharing uh, this group study uh, with Sunday morning. Uh, After this one, uh, we're going to exclusively have uh, our um, series uh, that's just going to stay here, especially I know there's some that will only come on Wednesday night, and so I think that'll help uh, with regards to that. Um, so prayer requests, if you have your prayer bulletin, um, praise the Lord for, of course, Scott, Meredith, Winter, uh, but then also Nick and Faith West. Congratulations on the birth of Parker uh, Nicola. Nicola? Oh, we had to misspell a typo. Uh, Parker Nicholas West, because then when I was going Nicola, I wasn't, I was, anyway, uh, and so uh, praise the Lord for that, and then uh, Lucinda Granger, that's Regina Ellis's mom, um, pray for the family, uh, Linda Granger uh, went to be with the Lord, pray for comfort, Regina Ellis um, has been here uh, over 20 years, and we love her, and uh, she's a big part of the church, of course, we're still praying for Peggy, and there's some others listed, Anna Mitchell, uh, others listed on here. Um, and don't let this just be something that uh, we print, uh, you take for the out, and then you throw away. 
uh, take it home and use it for prayer, uh, your prayer time, uh, to be able to pray for your church, pray for other families uh, that are a part of the church. So, uh, Acts chapter 26. I've been told that um, I I think it was the first week that I was struggling with my my sinuses, the first week uh, when I needed to get a tissue and someone bailed me out with the tissue uh, that first week. Um, and I, I still want to say it's allergies. Uh, I still want to say that. The only problem is, is other people are saying, it can't be allergies, it's a cold, you got a cold. Uh, and I don't know if it's a cold or allergies, but um, 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 you know, if, it, if all it is is a cold, we'll keep preaching and keep walking through. Uh, Acts chapter number 26. Now, uh, we've gone from uh, the trial before crowds and then uh, the trial with cords, Uh, And we get that from that centurion that said, examine him with scourging. Uh, Try him, examine him uh, with cords. And so uh, before crowds, the riots, and then with cords, and then uh, before councils, the Sanhedrin, the 70 to 72 uh, uh, elders uh, there in Israel, that religious ruling body. Uh, But uh, more recently, it's been trials in courts. Uh, and that's where we have Felix, and that's where we have uh, Festus. Uh, I think you invert them as far as the timeline. But now uh, we have a trial before King Agrippa. Does anybody remember what King Agrippa is known for? Uh, he said, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. Uh, almost, Paul, almost. Um, and he's the one that uh, said that. But uh, let's, let's look at verse number one, verse number one. Uh, of chapter number uh, 26. Then Agrippa, King Agrippa, uh, said unto Paul, Thou art permitted to speak for thyself. Then Paul stretched forth the hand and answered for himself, I think myself happy, King Agrippa, because I shall answer for myself this day before thee, um, touching all things whereof I am accused of the Jews. And, And the funny thing to me is, Uh, the summation of all things that I've been accused of the Jews uh, is just a few brief statements. Uh, And the overreaction, the overkill that they've had uh, for for all that I've been accused of the Jews, they've tried to kill me, they've slandered me, they've tried to stone me, they've tried to get rid of me, they've tried to uh, assassinate me. Uh, I'm going to answer about all the things that I've been accused of the Jews Uh, and it's really not that much, Uh, especially because I know thee, verse 3, to be an expert in all customs and questions which are among the Jews. Wherefore, I beseech thee to hear me uh, patiently. He's on his way to um, the Supreme Court, basically. Um, When you appeal to Caesar, that's basically the last appeal you'll have. Uh, But along the way, he's still going to a higher court, a higher court, a higher court, Uh, And above Felix, above Festus, would be King Agrippa, uh, eventually, ultimately, uh, going all the way to Rome. But let's look at this stop. Put down uh, the details in the court. Uh, The details in the court. Uh, Different than the last time when the first phrase out of his mouth, they punched him in the face, uh, if you remember that. I can't imagine the bailiff coming over and punching me in the face when um, I contest that speeding ticket that I was innocent of. But anyway, uh, and so this one was a little more civilized, uh, but notice uh, even how Paul approaches it with uh, the first point under that, his courtesy. Look at verse 
uh, uh, verse 2, his courtesy, uh, after Agrippa said, uh, go ahead and speak, you're permitted to speak. Uh, and Paul said, I think myself happy, King Agrippa, uh, because I shall answer for myself this day before thee. Boy, I'm glad that I get to give you the details. You're the one uh, that hears those details. Um, it's almost as if he's buttering them up. Uh, I think more than that, though, he's just showing courtesy and kindness. And he was doing that before they punched him in the mouth uh, in the last court case. And so uh, uh, I'm happy because I can answer before you, uh, touching all the things whereof I am accused of the Jews, uh, especially because I know thee to be an expert uh, in all customs and questions which are among the Jews. Wherefore, I beseech thee to hear me uh, patiently. Uh, and the thing that you have to take note of right out of the gate is um, Paul's kindness, uh, Paul's courtesy uh, that he had, uh, and a true Christian is truly kind. A true Christian is truly kind. Um, and he's been through a whole lot, but, but a true Christian uh, is truly kind. He did speak words that were uh, fitly spoken, like uh, apples of gold and pictures, pictures of silver, uh, Proverbs 25. Uh, his words were uh, seasoned with grace, uh, um, uh, and he knew how to answer every man. And so for the most part, uh, his words, there was kindness and blessing and graciousness, much like uh, the words of Christ. They marveled at his gracious, his grace-filled uh, words that he had. Um, uh, Paul, not getting out of sort, uh, and, and you say, well, uh, so what? What's the big deal about that? Uh, keep in mind, he's already been mistaken for uh, an Egyptian outlaw. Uh, he's already been mistreated by the, the Jewish community as they uh, stoned him, they beat him, they uh, slandered him, they uh, attacked him, they uh, were trying to trap and assassinate him. Um, uh, he was uh, being mistried in the courts, lied about, slandered about. Um, and I, I think for most of us, okay, let me speak for myself. Uh, my patience would be getting pretty thin at that point. Would anybody agree with that about my patience? Uh, I'm assuming your patience probably would be getting pretty thin too. Uh, after at this time, uh, he basically has already received so many stripes and beaten so many times and uh, in so many perils and threatened uh, and slandered uh, so much, uh, yet uh, he still had courtesy because true Christians uh, are truly kind. And let me say this, kindness is not compromise. Kindness is not compromise. Oh, we need to argue about that. We need to debate that. Kindness is not compromise. Well, they're wrong politically. You know, I have a bigger goal than trying to change how someone votes. Would anybody agree with that? Well, I'm far more concerned about their soul and are they saved and are they going to heaven? Uh, how they vote is secondary. It's tertiary uh, compared to uh, the weightier matters of the law. Uh, uh, in we, we get this thing backwards uh, on, well, we should be debating about this item and debating about that item and debating about this item. Uh, how about we love them uh, and treat them graciously uh, and are kind to them uh, and try to get the gospel uh, to them rather than slamming the door of their heart to ever hearing the gospel from another Christian because we want an argument. Is anybody following this at all? 
uh, and I basically described all of social media. So, um, uh, uh, and a whole lot of uh, the uh, after-service uh, talks that we have. Uh, and so, Paul's courtesy, a true Christian is truly kind, and of course he said uh, in Ephesians, be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, uh, be ye kind, be ye kind. Uh, and so, uh, uh, number one is courtesy. But then number two, quickly, his character, uh, Paul's character. He said it again. Uh, this is, he's saying it again, Paul's character. Verse 4, uh, my manner of life from my youth, which was at the first among mine own nations at Jerusalem, know all the Jews, my manner of life, uh, which knew me from the beginning. Uh, you know my character. Uh, you know who I am. Uh, you know what I'm like. Uh, you know what my character is. Uh, and so the slanders that you hear, you should not believe because you know me. Uh, and so uh, he starts out, Paul's courtesy, his kindness, and then uh, we see Paul's character, Paul's character. Uh, the principle that I think that we need to take away is uh, before I give ear to someone's teaching, uh, I want to know how they live. I want to know about their life. Uh, before I have someone who uh, fancies themselves to be the, the final authority for uh, all things that have to do with child training or uh, or ministry, or Christianity. Um, I want to know how their marriage is because uh, uh, more than they're going to influence me with their words, they're going to influence me with their life. And a person's life is what gives authenticity to a person's words. Now, I want to know uh, how, how their kids are and their, their personality is and uh, how their marriage is, because uh, I want to make sure, I don't care uh, how flamboyant or, or good at, at teaching they are, uh, if, if their life's a mess, I really don't have time to hear their mess, to hear their mess. If their life's a mess, because I don't want my life to be a mess. Is anyone following this? Um, and so, uh, Paul's courtesy, and then uh, Paul's character, uh, and then number three, let's dive into Paul's court case, Paul's court case. Verse number six, Paul's court case. Uh, and now I stand and am judged for the hope of the promise made of God unto our fathers, unto which promise are twelve tribes instantly serving God day and night, a hope to come. And so uh, I'm being judged. Uh, the, the flimsy case they're bringing uh, before this court is they're accusing me of having a hope in the promises that were given to our fathers, the, the promises that were given to the 12 tribes, uh, I'm being called in question. And of course, it's a little bit alluding to uh, in the hope of the resurrection, the hope of the resurrection. I'm a Pharisee. Uh, when he split that crowd, remember when he split that crowd, uh, half were Pharisees and half were Sadducees. Uh, talking a little bit about that, uh, but expanding uh, more on that, basically saying, uh, oh yeah, they're accusing me of believing the same things that uh, have, have been given to our fathers that our fathers believe, that the 12 tribes believe. And so uh, I'm not some outlier that's just uh, so far beyond, um, uh, but uh, the emotional rashness, that, 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 that rioting turned it into something more uh, than it was. Uh, and so uh, I'm being called in question. Take, take your Bibles, turn to chapter 13. Let me just show it to you a little bit more, a, a little bit uh, more clearly. Um, uh, in Acts chapter 13, look at verse number 23. Uh, I'm being judged for the hope of the promise that's already been made to our fathers, the promise which our 12 tribes instantly 
uh, affirm and uh, as they're serving God, hope that that they'll they'll see. Uh, Look at verse 23. Uh, He's uh, God who is raising up David, 23. Of this man's seed hath God, according to his promise, raised unto Israel a Savior, Jesus, uh, 27. Uh, for they that dwell at Jerusalem and their rulers, because they knew him not, nor uh, yet the voices of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath day, uh, they have fulfilled them in condemning him. Uh, they didn't fully grasp it. They didn't fully get it. Uh, and that's why uh, they missed it and crucified him. Uh, and though they found no cause of death in him, much like uh, you're finding no cause of death in me, uh, yet desired they Pilate that he should be slain. Uh, and when they had fulfilled all that was written of him, uh, they took him down from the tree, laid him in the sepulcher, but God raised him from the dead. Uh, and he was seen many days of them which came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who uh, are witnesses unto the people. And we declare unto you glad tidings how that the promise, there it is, the hope of the promise, the promise which was made unto uh, the fathers. That's chapter uh, 13, and he's back-referencing that, uh, talking about uh, that. And then 33, uh, God hath fulfilled uh, the same unto us, uh, their children, uh, in that he hath raised up Jesus again, uh, as it was also written in the second psalm, thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And so uh, that's all in chapter 13. He's back-referencing it again in chapter number 26. Uh, and of course, if you drop down to verse number, in chapter 26, verse number 22, he says, uh, having therefore obtained help of God, uh, I continue unto this day, witnessing both to small and great, saying, none other things. And, and so they're attacking me, they're trying to kill me, assassinate me, they're uh, wrongly trying me, I should have been freed already. Uh, uh, please stop the noise, please stop the noise. Please enough already. Uh, and he said, uh, because uh, God, God, uh, I'm saying none other things than those which the prophets and Moses did say should come, that Christ should suffer, that he should be uh, the first that should rise from the dead and should show uh, light unto the people and to the Gentiles. Hey, I'm being judged for that. Uh, and he goes on, King Agrippa, um, uh, uh, this is coming from a person who at one time uh, was persecuting that group. Uh, Now, because I'm believing uh, what that group believes, uh, now I'm on the other side. Uh, Look at verse 9. Verily I thought within myself that uh, I ought to do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth, uh, which thing I also did in Jerusalem, and many of the saints which did shut that I, I did shut up in prison, uh, having received authority from the chief priests, and when they were put to death, I gave my voice against them. Of course, Stephen being uh, uh, the quintessential one, uh, and I punished them oft in every synagogue and compelled them to blaspheme, uh, and being exceedingly mad against them, uh, and being exceedingly mad against them. Uh, by the way. If you ever want to know whether you've um, got sucked in too deep uh, and just are uh, beyond being reasonable, uh, if you're able to describe your feelings as exceedingly mad, I'm exceedingly mad, boy, if you can't keep your cool, and I know Paul's saying this, uh, but he's saying back when I was uh, persecuting them, I was exceedingly mad uh, at them. Uh, And he goes on to say, Uh, being exceedingly mad against them, I persecuted them even unto uh, strange cities. And so Paul's courtesy, Paul's uh, character, Paul's uh, court case. Uh, But here's another court case where he spent most of the time witnessing to them, sharing the gospel uh, with them. Uh, Number four, Paul's conversion. 
Paul's conversion. Another example uh, of it, Paul's uh, conversion. And so uh, the first facts for his defense uh, basically now is going to be a recap of his conversion. Uh, and a, an interesting study uh, would be a comparison. Uh, when Christ was being tried, um, he was silent at times in his court case when speaking would have freed him. Uh, and he spoke, uh, uh, Art thou the king of the Jews? Thou sayest it. Uh, you're right about that. Uh, he spoke when being silent would have freed him. Uh, almost as if he was planning on going to the cross the whole time. Uh, almost as if uh, he had a small needle to thread in order to be crucified for our sins. Uh, and he did everything he could to make sure he threaded that needle. Uh, and here Paul, much like that, uh, Christ, of course, being the vicarious redemptive work. Uh, and now Paul, hey, this is my opportunity to witness before kings and before Gentiles. Uh, I'm going to take that opportunity. Look at verse 12, how he does it. He says, uh, whereupon, uh, as I went to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priest, at midday, midday, O king, I saw in the way a light from heaven above, the brightness of the sun shining round about me and them which journeyed with me. Uh, and when we were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speak unto me and saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks, to kick against the thorns. And I said, who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. Uh, Paul wouldn't let an opportunity pass. No wonder he said, uh, I'm free from the blood of all men. Uh, every time I had enough time to take the time uh, to share Jesus with a person, boy, I shared Jesus with a person. I wasn't able maybe to go through the entire plan of salvation. Maybe it was simply handing a track, or uh, maybe it was simply inviting to church. Maybe that's uh, all I could do. Maybe it was even uh, not the right time uh, to share the gospel, but just a kind word or an encouraging, a blessing to them uh, a kindness towards them. Uh, Paul took that time, again, uh, almost as if, it, for him it wasn't about getting out of prison. For him it was about fulfilling God's call on his life. It, it's kind of the mindset of the martyrs. The mindset of the martyrs. All you have to do is recant. That's all you have to do. Just say, I was wrong. Just say, um, uh, I denounce that Christ is the only way to heaven. All, all you have to do is recant, but they wouldn't recant. Why? Uh, because more important, there's worse things in life than death. There's worse things in life than death. Uh, Stoddard, who, um, uh, well, it's a long story, but um, uh, there are worse things in life than death. And dishonoring our Savior, uh, and there are more important things in life than just extending our living. Is anybody following that at all? The way I'm trying to word it so that we can get it. Um, but uh, Paul's conversion, he, he shares that. But then, uh, I think the thing that's interesting, and we'll get a little input here, uh, is Paul's calling. Paul's calling. Look at his calling. Uh, Christ still authoritatively commanding Paul. Look at it. Paul's calling. Uh, Agrippa, Christ saved me, and then uh, Agrippa, Christ sent me. Uh, but rise and stand upon thy feet. This is Christ. Paul talking about what Christ said to him. For uh, I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, for this purpose, 
so that you would miss hell and so that you would have heaven. Is that what he says? Uh, No, there's a bigger purpose than just escaping hell. Okay, look at it. Uh, I have appeared unto thee for this purpose uh, so that uh, you won't worry about uh, eternity. You'll know you have a home in heaven. Uh, I appeared to you so that you would be saved uh, exclusively. Uh, That's all. No, that wasn't even the purpose of meeting. And I know there was probably a primary purpose, a secondary purpose, but uh, when he's describing it, uh, he basically glosses over any other purpose other than, look at it, uh, I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen, and of those things which the which I, uh, in the which I will appear uh, unto thee. My calling on your life is to be a witness. My calling on your life. Uh, is to be a blessing to other people. It's for this purpose, for this purpose. Uh, Let's see, December 27th, 1984, um, someone confronted me with the gospel. I uh, was confronted for the first time, the Holy Spirit working on my heart. I bowed my head. I put my faith in Christ for this purpose, for this purpose, so that I could be saved and I could miss miss hell. Uh, No, not primarily. Uh, Yes, salvation is a part of it, uh, but uh, God's purpose on our life is bigger than just us. I need to live for something bigger than myself, something that will outlive myself. Uh, And that's pouring into God's work, that's pouring into God's people, that's spreading the gospel. Uh, And if I ever get to the point where, um, boy, it's about me, it's about uh, for this purpose, it's just so that I can be saved, let's look at the purpose. He said, a ministry, uh, you can be a minister and a witness, look at verse 17, uh, delivering uh, thee from the people and from the Gentiles, I, I made sure you didn't die, unto whom now I send thee, in order to open their eyes. That's the purpose. It wasn't primarily uh, Saul, uh, 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 Paul, uh, to open your eyes, though the scales fell off his eyes and um, uh, he was baptized and We remember that. Ananias uh, was a part of that. Uh, But the purpose wasn't to open your eyes primarily, but to open their eyes uh, and to turn you from darkness to light. He saw that great light. Uh, Not primarily. Uh, Primarily, Christianity should never be self-centered, self-focused, selfish, what I get out of it, uh, how it meets my needs, uh, what I want, what I get. Hey, it's never been about me. It never will be about me. It never should be about me. Uh, And flip that. um, I'll say it nicer. Um, It never should have been about you. It never should be about you. Hopefully it never will be about you. Um, Now for me, it's about serving others. Let each esteem other better than themselves. But for you, it should be about serving others. Let each esteem others better better than themselves. And so, uh, the purpose on, on the road to Damascus that, that Paul saw the light, bowed, opened his heart, got saved, uh, wasn't so that he'd have his eyes open, but so that they would have their eyes open. Uh, not so that he would be turned from darkness to light, but so that he could be used to turn others from uh, darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God that they may receive forgiveness, not just so Paul could receive forgiveness of sins, not primarily, uh, but so that uh, he would be used, minister, to be a witness so that uh, others could receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance uh, among them which are sanctified by faith that is uh, in 
uh, me. And so, um, opening others' eyes, blessing other people, uh, witnessing, ministering uh, to other people, uh, that's uh, the purpose. And so, I, I think two things that I want interaction with on this. Um, the first one's pretty easy, is, um, uh, okay, uh, it's to serve others, to serve others, to serve others. Who did God use? Remember we talked about a time and a place, time and a place? When I was born, first time there was a time and a place. Uh, there was also a person involved when I was born the first time, okay? Uh, her name was Lois Linnell Toole. Um, Lois Linnell Mann, that was her maiden name. Um, uh, there was a human instrumentality that was used, okay? Uh, and so for my salvation also, uh, there's human instrumentality that's used. And so uh, we talked about time and a place, to yell it out, time and a place. We talked about that. Um, but we also know, um, let's see if I can think of the, the verse, and the light shineth in darkness, the darkness comprehended it not. The darkness comprehended it not. What was the answer? The darkness comprehended it not. But there was a man sent from God. Uh, the same came for a witness to bear witness of that light. Uh, God almost, and I would take away almost, God always uses human instrumentality in order to get the gospel to, to someone else. Okay, give you a different one. Um, uh, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, but uh, how shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And uh, how shall they believe on him in whom they have not heard? And uh, how shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they hear without a preacher? Uh, how about uh, Acts chapter 8 when... Um, uh, uh, Philip, uh, I'm going to try not to get Philip and Stephen mixed up today. And so uh, when uh, Philip uh, saw that Ethiopian eunuch and he said, understandest, what, understandest thou what thou readest? Uh, and he was in a, 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 a premier text, Old Testament, uh, those promises to the fathers and to the 12 tribes, uh, a premier passage for salvation. Uh, and he said, how can I accept some man guide me? Accept some man guide me. And so uh, there was someone that was living for others when we heard the gospel, okay? And, and so what I want you to do is to just shout out. I'll give you, uh, mine was Randy Toole. Randy Toole, he also has a common name. My, my brother uh, was the one that led me to the Lord or was instrumental, okay? I'm gonna give you Billy McCubbins also because he gave it to us last week. Uh, Bill Winkleman, Bill Winkleman. And, and what a great thing, what a great thing uh, about that. Uh, human instrumentality. While I was just watching a Billy Graham crusade on TV, there wasn't human instrumentality. Billy Graham, uh, Billy Graham. Uh, human instrumentality, well, my mom. My mom is the one that taught me the Bible and taught me about the gospel. And so, uh, and, and this isn't to, to exalt them or to promote them, and I think we'll get to that in the second part of this, but, but shout out who God used to get the gospel uh, to you. I'll give you another one. Uh, Judy, which was a reminder to me last week that that uh, Scott Tool was the one that God used. And, um, and I've heard that before, and I don't know why I'm always, oh yeah, oh yeah, um, but encouraged when I hear that. Um, but uh, human instrumentality, just shout it out, shout it out. Uncle. Your uncle. Your uncle was used uh, to get you the gospel. That's awesome. That is a great uncle uh, that got you the gospel. Shout it out. Who was used? Who? Mom. Your mom. Praise the Lord for that. Um, and I grew up in a moral home. I didn't grow up um, in a Christian home. I grew up in a moral home, and so I had the foundation, but I had never heard the gospel, even though 
uh, my parents were from a Wesleyan background, or uh, they were both saved at a Wesleyan revival. Um, but the clarity, when you start getting into some of those um, major um, denominations, uh, uh, the gospel clarity isn't quite as uh, distinct. And so, uh, but I got a good foundation. My parents were good with, with that, helped me with that. But what a neat thing that your mom uh, got you the gospel. Uh, shout it out, shout it out. Steve Turner. That is awesome. That is awesome. Praise the Lord. Uh, so I saw Tim Leslie at the funeral, um, and I think Tim Leslie, I know it was Mike McCubbin that got him to Rosedale. I think it was Mike McCubbin that led him to the Lord. Uh, and God uses human instrumentality. Shout it out. Shout it out. Someone that, that shared the gospel. They may not have been there when you trusted Christ, but uh, human influence, human instrumentality. Shout it out. Herschel Morgan. I know that name. I don't know why I know that name. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And were you already dating? That's awesome. As, as, yeah, as Steve got down on one knee and had a box and said, before I ask you, uh, but praise the Lord. And, and I know some people, um, and, and of course, doctrinally, um, we would teach our kids that you should not be unequally yoked. But I do know some people who, who may not have known that approach biblically, who got married and got saved even after they were married, and praise the Lord for that. Uh, there's, a lot of different, there's a lot of different ways to get to Jesus, but Jesus is the only way to get to God the Father. There's a lot of different ways that, that, that uh, whether it was a mom or an uncle or Bill Winkleman or, or Herschel Morgan. Uh, shout it out, a couple more. Shout it out, shout it out. Who, who was instrumental? Buddy. Brett, Brent? Durgy. Amen. Durgy, Durgy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Praise the Lord. Gene DeFrank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. 101. That's above average. Praise the Lord for that. And we'll see her again. We definitely will see her again. Uh, and I, I think the reason why I emphasize that is not to glorify the person that got you the gospel. Because um, so early on, I uh, would, would, would have called witnessing, but it's um, soul winning, soul winning, um, but we don't win any souls. Um, I don't win anyone. To, it's the Lord that does that, the Holy Spirit that does that. I think more accurately, it is witnessing. It is witnessing. Of course, I, I think it's Proverbs where he that winneth souls is wise. I think that's where uh, that vernacular comes from, but it does give an illusion that um, Randy was the one that saved me. Now, Randy wasn't the one that saved me. Randy was the one that shared the gospel uh, with me. It was Jesus Christ who saved me. And so, um, uh, but uh, it's not to elevate them as much as to say, aren't you glad someone didn't, before us, didn't get saved, and it was just only about them getting saved? Uh, they were saved for the purpose of, for the purpose of ministering, for the purpose of being a witness where the gospel didn't stop with them. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, I don't want the gospel to stop with me. I don't want the gospel to stop 
with me. And so uh, I, I don't think we'll take the time, but uh, I, I wanted to take the time. Um, okay, we're saved for this purpose, for this purpose, for this purpose. Uh, how are you fulfilling? All of our purposes aren't the same. Now, witnessing is. Uh, that doesn't mean handing out tracts. Uh, sometimes it's when God gives an opportunity. Sometimes it's, um, and so I, I understand that sometimes that can even flesh out differently for different people. Uh, but uh, all of us are saved to be a functioning part of the body of Christ, and in so doing that, uh, indirectly, you're a part of getting the gospel uh, as we share the gospel, as people come. And, um, and so I was going to say, in what area are you living for others? In what area? How are you showing Christ's love to other people? Um, and, um, but just kind of ruminate on that a little bit and, and think about that a little bit. But it's for this purpose, for this purpose. Uh, I've appeared unto thee for this purpose. Uh, and people do get mixed up about, well, uh, well, I'm looking for a church. I want a church where uh, I, I, they sing the kind of music that I want. I want. I, I didn't think it was about you. I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong. Is it about you? I want to be. I want to be in a part of church where I, I just feel like I, I, that's kind of preaching where I want. I want. And uh, again, is, is it about you? I forgot. I, is it you? It's all about you? Is that what it's about? Where um, and in our, our singing is not about you. It's not about me. It's about the one we're singing to. It's about what, the one we're singing to. And the preaching, well, I'm just used to entertaining, bombastic, and please punch me in the face again kind of preaching. And um, I, I dare say, and I probably don't have time to go into this, but, um, and I probably shouldn't go into it, but um, the, okay, I'll, Show, show me grace on this, because I could develop it, and I think you would understand what I mean by this. The spousal abuse cycle, the spousal abuse cycle where the person just can't leave, they go back into that cycle, into that cycle. Um, Christians have that same Christian abuse cycle in churches that they go to. Uh, punch me again, punch me again, tell me how rotten I am again, tell me it again, control my life again, tell me how to live again. Um, I, I promise you, uh, there's a lot of similarities there, and it's unfortunate that that's the case. And so um, uh, we're saved and blessed for this purpose, to live for others, where uh, the Lord reached down uh, is for this purpose, for this purpose, so that we can reach others, bless others, uh, help others. And I love that poem, uh, Lord, let me live from day to day in such a self-forgetful way that even when I kneel to pray, my prayer may be, for others. Others, Lord, yes, others, let this my motto be, for if I live for others, I'll surely live like thee. Uh, help me in all the work I do to ever be sincere and true, and know that all I do for you must needs be done uh, for others. Uh, when you've done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, when you've done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, you've done it unto me. Uh, help me in all the things I do to ever be sincere and true, and know that all I, uh, know that, that all I and know that all I do for you must needs be done for others. And then the last one is, let self be sacrificed and slain and buried deep and all in vain. May efforts be to rise again unless to live for others. Why? Uh, because God could have zapped us, teleported us up. Um, uh, uh, we, we could have had one of those um, uh, Avenger type where uh, they disintegrate and then they, they come back uh, together. Uh, at salvation... Um, and, and to be honest with you, it would have been a lot simpler because uh, we were as close to God as, as uh, will ever be when uh, all of our sins were forgiven, all of us. He saved us, and 
Uh, but, but why did he leave us here? Uh, why did he leave us here? Uh, why did he leave us here? And, 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 and Paul said, uh, the Lord appeared unto me, saved me, sent me, he left me here for this purpose to be a blessing to others. Number six, write it down. Uh, Paul's commitment, Paul's commitment, Paul's commitment. 19, whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision, uh, but showed first unto them at Damascus and at Jerusalem uh, and throughout all the coasts of Judea uh, and then to the Gentiles. Uh, and along the way, I've been beaten. Along the way, I was stoned. I was killed. They drug me out of the city along the way. Uh, that they should repent and turn to God uh, and do works meet for uh, repentance. I was obedient to that calling. Uh, and if I've done things worthy of death, uh, we saw that Sunday morning. Uh, 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 how did he put it? If I've done things worthy of death, I, I don't refuse to die. And I love that phrase. Uh, I don't refuse to die. If I should die, yeah, go ahead. Uh, have at it. Uh, but, um, uh, and so uh, he's still uh, committed to that. Uh, for these causes, verse 21, the Jews caught me in the temple and went about uh, to kill me. Uh, and then look at 22. Uh, having therefore obtained help of God, having therefore obtained help of God, a lot of times uh, we're looking for help from the doctor, uh, we're looking for help from the financial advisor, uh, we're looking for help from our boss at work, uh, we're looking for, for help from so many different ways over time and uh, looking for, for help from, from all these different ways when we should be looking for our help to be uh, from God. Uh, having therefore obtained help of God, I continue unto this day, witnessing both to small and great, saying none other things than those things, and, and there it is again, saying none other things, saying none other things uh, than those things which the prophets and Moses did say should come, that Christ should suffer, uh, and that he should be the first that should rise from the dead, uh, and should show light unto the people uh, and to the Gentiles. Uh, I hope uh, one of the uh, Bible doctrine questions, and I don't think it is, but um, did they understand the gospel in the Old Testament the same way we understand the gospel in the New Testament? Uh, it's a great question to kick around, um, and, uh, and it is probably one of those areas where you would even see staff agreeing at different levels and disagreeing at different levels. But I do love the phrase when he says, I'm saying none other things than those things which the prophets and Moses did say should come. Okay, what did they say? What did the prophets and what did Moses say? That Christ should suffer and that he should be the first that should rise from the dead and should show light unto the people and to the Gentile. Hey, that's the gospel, 1 Corinthians 15, the death, the burial, uh, and the resurrection. Uh, and so he presents his case. Uh, a whole lot of it had nothing to do with, <laughs> some of it was, he kind of wove it. This is probably the strongest case he made. Uh, I'm not saying anything other than what's already been said. That's all. They just hate me. They're bitter against me. They have pride in their hearts. I, I don't even know. They need to just, please stop the noise. Uh, but but um, uh, every time sharing the gospel uh, with them. And so that's the details in the court. Uh, look at the decision of the court, the decision of the court. Two people render decisions here, okay? Uh, first, Festus was inappropriate, 24. Uh, and as he thus spake for himself, Festus said, 
hey, Festus, it's not your court case anymore. Uh, this is Agrippa's court case now, Festus, so just, just zip it, just zip it. Uh, and so uh, he was inappropriate. And then uh, uh, Festus said, uh, uh, with a loud voice, he was uh, inappropriate, he was uh, interruptive, uh, with a loud voice, uh, and then he was ignorant. He said with a loud voice, Paul, thou art beside thyself. Um, you know, he could say a lot of things about Paul, but uh, what he was saying about uh, Paul here, you, you get into name-calling, you get into, uh, and, and uh, he almost described what Paul did uh, when I was exceeding angry, exceeding mad. Boy, that's when you get into name-calling, and that's not, that's, that's silly. That's silly season. You're not talking about uh, uh, disagreements or issues. You're just being silly, which is a nicer way to say stupid, but I'm not going to say that. So, so that's just silly. But anyway, um, and you're ignorant. Uh, Paul, thou art beside thyself, and he's insulting. Much learning doth make thee mad. Uh, and the thing that I like is he was ignored. He was ignored. I, I love that. Uh, Paul almost um, just, and, and he did address him. He did address him. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, whatever. Who cares? You know, you uh, haters, you know, do do what you do. If that's if 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 that's the biggest, if you're so small that this is the biggest thing that you have to live for. If you're such a small person that this is the biggest thing you have to live for, at 25. But he said, "Hey, I'm not mad, but uh, most noble Festus, still being courteous and kind. But sp- I speak forth the words of truth and soberness. Uh, for the king knoweth all of these things, King Agrippa, before whom I also speak freely, for I'm persuaded that none of these things are hidden from him, for uh, this thing was not done in a corner. Uh, Paul then turns after basically dismissing, dismissing um, uh, Festus. Uh, okay, are you good now? Are you good now? Okay, have you said enough now? Uh, are you going to stop being stupid now? Uh, stop blathering now? And then he turns to Agrippa, Uh, King Agrippa, believest thou the prophets? I know that thou believest. Look at verse number 28. Uh, And so the decision was first rendered by Festus, uh, and it was just stupidity. Uh, But then the decision was rendered by Agrippa. Then Agrippa said unto uh, Paul, Almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. And, And Paul said, I would to God that not only thou, but also all that hear me this day, we're both almost and altogether such as I am, except these bonds. And when he had thus spoken, the king rose up, and the governor, and Bernice, and, and they sat with him, them. They sat with him. Uh, and when they were gone aside, they talked between themselves, saying, This man doeth nothing worthy of death or of bonds. Then said Agrippa unto Festus, This man may have been, might have been set at liberty uh, if he had not appealed unto Caesar. I, I would correct that a little bit. Uh, he should have been set at liberty, except, Festus, you were willing to show the Jews a pleasure. Uh, you were willing to please the Jews. And Felix, hey, he should have been set, uh, but uh, you wanted to get in with that group, and uh, you, you, you know, that, that, that uh, the bunch of groupies there. Uh, but he should have been set free, but, but because you were uh, acquiescing to uh, people like that. And so, uh, the same Agrippa that uh, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. Um, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. So close, so close. Um, is said to have been in partnership, and it makes sense, um, at the king with, um, uh, with Titus who came in in AD 70 and wiped out and destroyed the temple and wiped out and destroyed 
at Jerusalem. That'd be more secular history would say that um, someone that was so close, someone that was so close, uh, ended up devastating um, uh, that holy city, that holy temple. Uh, and, and it's a little ironic uh, because the Jews, the Jews that were just stirring it up, stirring it up, stirring it up, stirring it up, and um, uh, trying to take Paul down and do him harm and stirring it up, uh, they were accusing of Paul to these guys about uh, he's speaking against the temple, he's speaking against the temple, he's speaking against the temple. Uh, they didn't have any more respect for Agrippa, uh, especially come to find out years later, they're simply using whatever means they can to do damage to God's people, God's work, and what God was doing. Please, enough already. Please stop the blathering. Um, because King Agrippa, who they were blathering to, Paul, Paul, boy, he's doing, he's spoken negatively about the temple. Hey, a, year, a few years from now, uh, this guy that you're blathering to uh, is actually going to down, tear down, destroy the temple, and also uh, tear down uh, and destroy uh, Jerusalem uh, itself. And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.